Brian Kirshner is the host of the Tap in Birdie podcast. He jumps on with us now, and I, I mean, it's the the anticipation, honestly. For we've been talking about the, the Masters all week, but it's just we're finally that you know it's Masters Eve. We're almost there, and we're starting to see uh, certain names get thrown around a lot. Popular bets uh, for the Masters. I'm a big John Rahm guy in this, but I do have Tony Finau in a couple different spots, top ten finish, things like that. Tony Finau, let, let's just let's just start with him. What type of performance do you think we could see from him in the Masters? So I think Tony Finau is an extremely talented golfer. Um, I think he has a really good chance to contend this week. I really struggle seeing him putting on the green jacket and actually winning this week. When you look at his past three wins this year, they've all been in extremely weak fields where he was a top two player in the field. So for him to go win the hardest tournament, the most prestigious tournament with all the best golfers in the world, that's very tough for me to see at this current moment. I do think he's a great top 10 bet. I do think he's a great top 20 bet. I do think he will perform well, but I really struggle seeing him getting over the finish line this week. You know, because I'm looking at the weather. So I really like Colin this week, especially because you're looking at the prices right now. He's 25 to 1. Uh, how big of a concern is the weather for you this week, though, especially with a guy like Colin? Are you kind of like changing some picks? If you're building lineups, are you looking at different guys because we could get some wind, we could get some rain? There's a good chance we finish this tournament on Monday. So I think that the a softer golf course does help Colin Morikawa. Colin Morikawa is without a doubt the best iron player in the world. And when, when, when you have a softer golf course, it's easier to put <laughs> your irons that much closer. You're going to get less run on the green. So I really do think that the way the weather is shaping up, it's really going to help extremely precise iron players. And that's definitely Colin Morikawa. Where it might be a negative is when you have a softer golf course, you need more carry off the tee because the ball is going to run less in the fairway. Colin Morikawa by no means is one of the longest players on tour. So you can kind of look at it both Ways, but with soft greens, I, I really do think that it could be a big benefit to Colin Morikawa this week. All right, so what about John Rahm in this tournament? Look, I, I don't know how he's become like a quote unquote forgotten elite. Like he's kind of being the one put aside from the big three with Scotty and Rory obviously being about seven to one, Rahm being nine to one. Look, there's nothing bad you can say about John Rahm. If you told me after the first round of the API where he was two strokes ahead of the first round lead and he was just coming off that Genesis win and it looked like no one could beat him, if you told me you were going to get a 9-1 to one on him at the Masters, I think a lot of people would have taken it. Um, was in the toughest group at the match play, uh, withdrew from the players from a stomach bug, no injury concerns. I think he has an excellent shot this week. And in terms of value, I think he has just as good a shot to win as the top two, and he's had a better number. So I really do think Rom will win a Masters in his career. I really do think he will get another major, and I think this is a great opportunity for him this week. I just got really excited. So I want to play Scotty Scheffler. I know how hard it is, obviously, to repeat, but the price sucks, 7-1. to one, And I thought I had an odds boost, but then I saw I could only use a $10 bet, so that's not worth it. <laughs> Who do you like as far as outright? It's still a free $10. Come on. No, just do it. Not, not, I'd have Scotty's not else. winning. You don't have to worry about it. He's <laughs> not like, winning. Who do you like this week? So 
There are two guys in the 20s I really like, and there are two maybe long, not longer shot, but mid-tier guys that I really like. The first two that I really like are Patrick Cantley and Xander Shoffley. Uh, when you look at the way Cantley's been hitting the ball this year, he's only second to John Rahm at strokes game tee to green. He just doesn't have a win to kind of show for it. Um, I think this is a guy that has been consistently improving his major championship um, record. I think this is a place that suits his game really, really well. Um, I think his game really isn't lacking anything right now. Um, And I think you see him kind of down the odds boards because books know how well he's playing right now. So I really like Patrick Hanley. I really like Xander Shoffley um, this week. Obviously played in that final group with Hideki Matsuyama in 2021, made a costly triple um, down the stretch. But Xander, another person just playing really, really great golf. Um, lost to Rory by one at the match play, approach, putting, he does it all. And then two longer shot guys that I like. I like Jason Day. Look, yeah. the guy has playing unbelievable golf this year. No finish worse than 21st in his past 11 starts. Um, you know, he has the pop off the tee. He's one of the best around the green players. Um, on the tour in this field, it's going to be extremely important this week. This is a place where he's had multiple top tens. He's been in contention on Sunday. I think he's going to pay off this run with a win. Last guy I really like is Will Zalatoris. I don't understand this number. I think this is a gross overreaction from the books and everyone that they're listing this guy at 45 to 1. Um, finished second and sixth in this past two Masters appearance. This is a guy who was three collective strokes away from winning three majors last year. Um, I have no concerns about his game. He was sick at the match play. I really like the value on Wills Alatoris this week. So the Live Tournament has obviously been a compelling story. You got guys now that are part of Live that are in the Masters. And the dinner went fine. Nobody fought each other. Nobody threw plates at each other. So we'll consider that a good start. Cam Smith finished tied for second in 2020 here. Dustin Johnson's won it before. Patrick Reed's won it before. Is there anybody from that live tournament, that live group, that, that, that you have confidence in? And maybe not even a top 10 finish, but you know, somebody that would finish in the top five. Somebody be a real contender on the last day for winning this? Or do you expect them to kind of be farther down the leaderboard when it's all said and done? The live golfer that I have the most confidence in this week certainly has to be Dustin Johnson. Um, You know, last year, Cam Smith obviously put on a really great performance, but I think you really have to look at what he was doing before he played in the Masters last year. He went out and won the Players' Championship, which is the toughest tournament to win on the PGA Tour, and he won the Tournament of Champions earlier in the year, and he was playing unbelievable golf. He's had a lot of middling finishes on live, And I just don't think that is by coincidence. I just think that there is a little bit something off with this game. Dustin Johnson, I have nothing negative to say about him other than the fact that he's not competing on the PGA Tour. Has an immaculate record here. Just won it three years ago. He's actually been playing well on live. I think he's someone that can absolutely block out all the distractions. So my favorite to contend this week from the live golfers is definitely Dustin Johnson. What about first-round leader? You have Justin Rhodes four times in his career at Augusta, but uh, I kind of like Jordan Spieth, actually. Anything with first-round leader for you? First-round leaders is absolutely one of the best bets in all of sports. You're at work on a Thursday. You don't like your job. You're tracking every single shot. There's nothing better. Um, I like Jordan Spieth. I'm with you. He's been first-round leader three times at Augusta National. He's playing unbelievable golf. I have concerns about him to win, so I really like that. I like Day first-round leader, and I really like 
Corey Connors, first round leader at 45 to 1. We see a lot of guys like Sunjay M last year that have a really good history at Augusta, but I don't think can win. Corey Connors is a guy that plays extremely well at Augusta, but I don't think he has a chance to win this tournament. I do think that he has a Thursday 65 in him and that he could come out top, um, on top on Thursday. So I really like Corey Connors, first round leader this week. Uh, you brought up Decky earlier. What are your thoughts on Matsuyama? He's 40-1 to 1 right now. I know he's dealing with a neck injury. Is he a stay away because of that for you? I don't think so. I think the injury concerns with Decky are always kind of there, but I really like the fact that he played in the Valero last week. He played pretty well. He made some mistakes down the stretch, but he was in that tournament for a little bit. Um, and last year, as he was defending um, the Masters, there were injury concerns, and he went out and he finished top 20. So I really like Decky. I think he's at a good number at 40-1. to 1. I also think he could be a good first-round leader shot. I like him top 10. I like him top 20. I do not think that he is going to win two out of the last three Masters now. Talking to Brian Kirshner, host of the Tap and Birdie podcast, what about any head-to-heads you like? Um, kind of tough off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone I am low on, like I talked about before, I'm really low on Cam Smith. So if you could target him in any matchups, I really like that. And I know we brought him up before. I- I'm going to fade Tony Fee now. I-, I just think that it's a little bit too much for him right now. So someone uh, matched up against Tony, I would really like um, in a matchup. And again, I'm sticking with my guys. Um, with the price dip on Willie Z, I, any, I would take him over um, a lot of people in this field, um, kind of just given his master's record, his major record, and the fact that he's kind of drifted in the odds board. I love the Cam Smith fade. I just found Jason Day. There's some minus 135, minus 140, but there's some minus 120 if you, uh, if you look around as well. What are your thoughts on, you talked about the live guys a little bit, just the the Kepka number from 66 to one down to 33 to one. I know he won the event last week, but what are your thoughts on uh, Brooks coming into the week? Seems like a lot of people I, he's getting some steam here. Along with DJ, um, I really think he can contend this week. I, again, I have concerns about him actually crossing the finish line, but by no means would I be surprised if he was hanging around. This was a guy that used to show up to majors in no form like he did at Kiowa Island and play in the final group and have a really good chance to win that tournament. He is now saying he's healthy. He is now playing some really good golf. He's coming to a place that he's had some success at. You know, it's not been as great as the PGA or the U.S. Open for him, but I really do think that it's a really good play this week. I I really do think he will show up. I'm not going to blind fade just because he is on live. Um, Obviously, the 66 was a lot better number, but I still think 45 to 50 is pretty fair on him. Uh, we got about two minutes left here. Phil, Tiger, and let's throw in uh, Bryson. Uh, Out of those three, who makes the cut? I would say Tiger is the only one. Uh, I'm really high on Tiger this week. Yeah, He came into this event last year not that many people expected him to play he was a lot more injured and he came out and he made the cut and he finished in the top 40 and now he's in better shape he's in a better uh, mental space and he looked really good at Genesis for a little bit there um, birdieing three out of his last um, four holes on Thursday I think it was and I don't think this is a place you could ever count him out at I think laying the juice on him to make the cut is a really good bet given the field size and how many people make the cut and just given his experience here. 
Um, I like Tiger this week. I really do think he will finish in the top 30. Um, that is my prediction on Tiger. And Phil and Bryson, I am completely out on. I really do not think that they will uh, be around for the weekend this week. I'm with you on Phil. I'm out. Already bet him to miss the cut. Not a parlay yeah. guy, but plus 450 for both of those guys to miss the cut if you are. I might, uh, <laughs> I might actually dabble in on that. Uh, Brian Kirshner, host of the Tap In Birdie podcast. Give that a follow. Check him out. Really appreciate you coming on with us. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate thanks it. so much. Have a good night, guys. Yeah, man, nobody likes Phil anymore. <laughs> he's just, he's I just mean, he's gone. he's finished, man. Like, he's he's done. He got his payout. And you know what, man? He, he got, probably he, knew he was done physically and was like, I might as well just get paid out for this. He got that last one. Him. Yeah. And now he's rich. He's loaded. He's able to pay some people back, maybe, hopefully, uh, yeah, for that's his true. sake. He owes kind of a lot. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, we've yeah. all been there. Well, he doesn't I, bet. I haven't. He doesn't bet responsibly. Yeah, so we have not all been there. There have been people that have owed me some money, though. <laughs> Don't some, like some, those people. Some even that I've worked with. When they, you get some, they maybe owe me some that's money. That's what the baseball bat's Not for, right? Not throw out any names, though.